0: I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in bespoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great.
1: What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, a.k.a. Carlos Rivera Quinney Jr., Joined as always by my illustrious co-host. We'll start with the uh, the sensation. Bayesian one, the Bayesian sensation.
2: The sensation is in the house. What's going on, Mr. Master Carl Phillips.
1: Wesley. Wesley if you're oh, nasty. Ooh, not the nasty. <laughs> Wesley if you're nasty. <laughs> and uh, Dr. Hip Hop Preacher oh, Thomas. What's oh, going man, on, fellas? Bless.
0: Beautiful weather today. Beautiful weather.
2: Yeah, we could have normal, hey, we can have normal weather conversations now, see.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, what is it about 60s? No. 60s and 70s. Last 70s, two days, I think 70s. we got
2: 70s, yeah.
1: Mm, my, my, my. Y'all might be all right then. You think you're out of it or
0: you think you have a couple more days back, oh, in, the the no, more days back got, in the 30s? We more days back in the 30s. I'm sure. We're we
2: going to dip again, but we, yeah. we, we, we head into that right spot. Beautiful
0: today. 71 right now is going up to 79. It's been perfect the last couple of days. Beautiful for walking and holding hands.
1: <laughs> yeah no doubt you gotta love it it's uh it's, it's that time of year man especially even down here in Atlanta it's not too hot you know in another month oh, it's, it's gonna totally get unbearable yeah. but right now it's just uh it's just nice man it, it really is and uh speaking of nice in Atlanta man the uh the conference over mm. the weekend P7D just I mean I don't even know what to say you know just an amazing experience you know just a, a lot of a good energy, man. Our presenters, you know, like you, you know what, you know, we're gonna do. Some of you guys know you, you, you listen to the podcast, and you know, we came with some information. E killed it. You know, I like to think you know, Carl and I did a decent job, but we had some guest presenters, man. Shout out to Chris, Cantus, Kendall. Oh, Chris T-Math, did his thing. Um, Josh, Josh, Corky. I mean, we had like some phenomenal presenters come through. Reggie came through. I mean, just like. For real, that came through and elevated it. And in terms of the delivery, you know, Brandon and Sam doing their thing, like we got a ton of information out, and it was, um, I think, very valuable to the people in attendance. So shout out to everybody who came to P7D. We, I mean, it was like family by the end of it. I'm for real. I'm, I'm not playing. I didn't want to go. I was like, e, we might have to call the the W and find out if we can get it extended one day. <laughs> but it was just amazing, man, to watch. Um, you know, people learn and, you know, all, you know, gifted communicators and speakers, you know, just kind of learn about themselves and learn about the craft and learn about, you know, how to go about, um, you know, taking their game to the next level. So super excited about that. Um, but let's jump into it. Hey, a let fair me say file, this though, see right? before you go
0: there. If you think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for if it. you think, for those of you who rock with us heavy, if you think P7D or the boot camp was fire, you're talking about eight hours times two 16 hours. Look, the cruise, a potential 192 hours, guys. So I'm saying, you think, I mean, I've been to a conference. I've been in a boot camp. P70 was phenomenal. Here's a challenge. The challenge is at some point, for real, like C said, we got to go. And this cruise, man, we're going to be together for eight On days. the cruise, we ain't got to go. We got to go, bro. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got to go, bro. Yeah. I promise you. So I'm excited. Y'all I know it's next year, but at face. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm hey, excited. You, you get your friends and I'll get my friends. Oh, man.
1: Come this. on. Yeah, phenomenal life. Come cruise. on. Come, on. Gonna, come rock with us, man. We're going on a cruise. Um, it's going to be, what would you say? 70% fun, 30% yep. learning and, and yep. educational. Yep. Um, You know, just because of the nature of who we are, man, we're going to have a blast. We're going to do the wobble, shake it, shake hey, it. Hey, uh, Jack, we also going to have shake shake breakout it. sessions. <laughs> Yeah, breakout sessions for speakers for marriage. Um, matter of fact, I just found out that they're actually going to be able to come to a live taping of the podcast. Yes, so how sir. That? Yes, We're going to have a live taping of the podcast on the boat, so we're going to do that. So go to Phenomenal Life Cruise. Is it? What is it, Carl? Help me out. I don't even know why I try, well, try I'm trying
2: to I'm say gonna, that. Shoot, hold on, I, myself. I'm, oh,
1: yeah, see yeah, I'm now, Carl, now that's too. how you know Carl big time. <laughs> that's how y'all know Carl done got Hollywood when he doesn't know the site anymore. I used to be able to call on Carl and he was right there, but now well, he's look, speaking at the conferences, cruise. he's on the podcast. You was right, He's see? got a staff he under right, him. was right, though, see? Oh, you had it right, man. see?
0: PhenomenalCruise.com. You, know, phenomenal phenomenal you
1: had it. PhenomenalCruise.com. You had it, yeah. car-
0: you Carlos?
1: All right, PhenomenalCruise.com, man. We want y'all to join us on that thing, man. Um, it, it is not just for married couples, it's literally, literally for anybody who rocks with us, follows us, whatever. Um, the packages are listed on there, man. We would love for y'all to join us. It's gonna be dope. Um, yeah, so cool. All right, Fairfile, I'm, and I really need y'all help with this. So I, so I don't know if, if y'all like me, but you, you, you know that moving, helping people move, is probably the, the maybe up there with the worst things that somebody could possibly ask you to do in life. All right, so I had a neighbor. They're moving, and they were like, hey, you know. This weekend, we're, we're moving. If y'all, you know, gonna be around, and unfortunately, I will be here this weekend because, you know, usually you're hoping you got the built-in, you know what I'm saying? Excuse. So, I was like, I don't want to lie. You know, I've been lying to Trey. Everybody, everybody been on me about that. I'm like, don't lie to grown folks, too. So, I was like, I am gonna be here. So, I was like, you know what? I, I, I can help. You know, I can definitely, you know, assist in some way. I don't know how long I can assist. So, I, got, I went home and I was depressed because I was thinking about how my weekend is ruined by the fact that I got to move. And I was like, what if I just offered them $500 to $700 fair. to pay a couple moving fair. people to come fair. and help them out for fair. a couple hours? Fair, fair five. I'm willing to give them $500 fair. so I don't have to go help fair. them move. Y'all saying I mean, fair. I'm talking I love about it. About it's, it. It's, it's your you.
2: time. You, it's your time.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying I'm willing to pay. I'm I'm oh, I'm like, yo, said. I just want to spend time yeah, with my said. family that and kid. I'm not trying to help you yeah. move. So it's like, I I I do, I'm a neighbor. I understand it's a community responsibility. I will pay cats. How long did you need me for? Five hours? I'm willing to pay somebody 100 dollars an hour to take my spot. Is that fair or foul? And does it, do I ruin the relationship when I tell them, look, I got somebody else coming through. I'll pay for it. Like, how do you really deal with that?
2: I think it's fair all day um now here's the question what's it gonna take in terms of like a, like what's i don't know the rates but what's like a moving company rate like what, do, what
1: i don't know i was thinking about company? that but i was hoping 500 could I name that tune for if, one person if,
2: if, if it's a moving company you can get it for
1: now i can't buy the truck and all two men in the truck and all day services i can't do everything i'm just trying to replace whatever physical labor that I was supposed to bring to the table. Now, I thought about going with the shoulder excuse. You know, I thought about just going with the fact that we're going, you know, hey, we got some stuff to do. But I was like, I don't want to lie. I just <laughs> want to be well, honest. Let me
0: just be the first to say, I'm proud. You know what I'm saying? As a moral compass, yeah, well, let me just be the first to yeah, say, well, thank I'm, you. I'm proud right. of you. Hey, you don't just you just you yeah, just want to put the sling
2: on for like the days leading up to it.
1: I, I thought about it. I still have the sling. I thought about just I'm talking about all out faking the injury, but I really tried to go with the truth. And I was like, okay, I can help. I said those words. I can help. And then I didn't say. And I got home. I said I didn't say how I was absolutely. going. <laughs>
3: absolutely. I did not no,
1: say for I sure I was going to be lugging boxes.
0: Probably do better letting you pay in terms of effort, because I don't see you going 120. I don't see you going 120, yeah. so they no. came up.
1: No. What would you say with E? Your, your body's uh, here, but your mind is on the other of side
0: town. of town. Stop messing me around.
1: <laughs> I promise you my mind to be on the other side of the world if I'm helping you move. I got an attitude. Through, and then I'm mad because when I go over there to help you move, you ain't got nothing packed up I'm yet. I'm talking about And so I got to sit uh, around for two hours and watch you uh, pack it uh. up and then you t- I'm like, yo, just call me when it's time I'm to go through, with the see. couch.
0: I'm through, see. Oh. I w- I'm through with the packing, see. I'm through. I went to my wife's homegirl when we was in college. I promise you we went to help her move. See, I promise you she didn't even <laughs> have the boxes, uh, the tape on the boxes so they could be secure. <laughs> she didn't oh, have tape on the box. I'm like, yo,
1: that's just- now that's fine. I'm just saying, if you're going to have me come all the way over you better be doing more than cheese pizza. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the chair, we got pizza. I'm like, I can get my own pizza. I can't get my own time back. Like, come on, man, you know, be I'm respectful through. to people. We need some, through, some moving etiquette, through, some rules and etiquette. You, you
0: in, you in uh, Atlanta, so don't get it twisted. I don't know if you forgot, but I'm through because it seems like everybody want to move in February yeah in Michigan, here, bro. Yeah.
2: That's real. I'm
0: oh, like, that's bro, real. have you lost your mind? Like, I can only give you 15 minutes. That, I'm only gonna be warm for 15 minutes, so uh, yeah. I told him, uh, uh-uh, uh, do not.
1: I think the price of the house go down yeah, in February, or, though. That's why j- they're doing that. January you know what, what I'm saying? Crib cheaper. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm through. See, I, 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 I do a lot, and the more this podcast go on, the more people are gonna really get to know me. You know, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, 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 I don't know what that means. You know what, what I'm saying? ET e- you know e- 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 truth e- revealed. you yeah, about e- to e- find e- out the real ET. And so, with a real ET, please stand e- up. E- Just e- found e- out. E.T. will not help you move, okay? I will not <laughs> no, help you I'm move. straight, man. And like I said, I,
1: no, I will help yeah, financially. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I think I might have hit that time. I remember to say all the time, I got more money than I yep. got time. Yep. And I used to be like, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I got a little extra time. I don't really have no whole lot of money. I think I might have hit that threshold like a week ago <laughs> when they asked me to help move. I was like, hell, oh, I got more money than yep. I got time. For the first time in my life, I feel like we I get, got a few more dollars than I got weekend. minutes to spare my day. <laughs> this
0: weekend. I,
1: this weekend. It just hit me this no. weekend. I swear cuz I was looking forward to it. We had, you know, always got stuff going on every weekend. Of course, this is my wife's birthday weekend, so I'm like, yo, I can't. Oh, you're not, you know man. what I mean? You I can't oh, help you all.
2: The yeah. birthday alone should have been huh. it. See, so you forgot about that. Yeah, the birthday alone should have yeah, been, shout been it. shout out
1: to my wife, man. Happy birthday to to the to the love of my life. She's 30. This uh, this coming Tuesday. Oh, she
2: finally hit the.
0: That dirty thirty. with us.
1: That dirty thirty. Yeah, she is uh, dirty, officially dirty. an adult. Um, adult now. Yeah, she so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna live it up. Happy birthday, Wolf. uh Yeah, love you. Top of the and, world. Um,
0: Top of the world. Yeah. If Top you of let the me know world. what you're doing, if
2: you're doing something big, because Tamisha's one week after, so don't oh. show me up
1: now. Oh, oh, wait not show oh, me yeah, out. That's now. right. And then oh. e, e, your mom's birthday is. I think the day after Candace.
0: Yes, yes sir, May yeah, 3rd. Oh yeah, that's a lot going on. May
1: 3rd, yeah, there's a lot of birthdays going on. So Fair yeah, no, we're to figure something I out. I already
0: got her a car and I already put her uh, <laughs> for three months in San Diego. Do I not have to celebrate her birthday <laughs> on the 3rd?
1: Verify uh, Gash Gas money or something, you know what I'm saying? Cause you got, here's what I learned. That You got to do something on the actual birthday, Day. too. Oh, no doubt. You, yeah. right. So you, you, you could buy him a crib. if you, On May 3rd, you better do something. You know what I'm saying? Dinner or something. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no. So uh, shout out to everybody celebrating the birthday. Um, I got a few things I want to talk about, Um, and I don't really know where I want to go with this, but I just had like a, um, just a, I, I don't know, like kind of like one of those moments. You know how you have those moments in life where you're like, wow, you know, this is, you know, different. And for those of you out there, um, you know, you may be able to relate or you may be able to relate to, you know, hopefully doing this soon. But I don't know if I ever told this story, but um, years and years and years ago, um, you know, my family, we grew up, you know, for real middle class, you know, in in Michigan, you know, my dad worked at the factory, my mom worked at the drugstore, And, you know, we never had just a ton, but we always had enough. We always had, you know, we could go to Disney every now and then, you know, pops would take us to a game but we had to sit you know in the nosebleeds or whatever and one particular time we sat in the nosebleeds section and um, we were up at the very top and i don't know how it happened but this guy came up and the pistons were playing the bulls and this was like jordan era so i think it was probably like 90 so i might have been like 7 or 8 you know my brother might have been you know 6 or 7 my older brother 10 11 whatever my mom was with us and this guy walks all the way up to the top of the arena and he was like, hey, y'all want some seats, you know, closer than this? He talks to my dad. My dad's like, it don't get no better than this. Our head was literally, like, touching the last, like, <laughs> cement block, you know. And, and the guy was like, well, you know, I, I see you got, you know, um, you know, your family with you. You know, I was supposed to have a couple of my business partners meet up with us. And, you know, I got some seats, you know, a little closer. And my dad was like, where? He was like. Pointed way at down there he's like you see that you know mascot or whatever walking down there he's like yeah he's like right there my dad's like no way so my dad was like yo are you serious he was like yeah you can have him you know i'm leaving so i wanted to you know choose a family who you know it looked was at the top whatever you know so pops was like i don't know so he goes down checks out the seats and um he's like i'm gonna go sit down there for the rest of the quarter you know with my older brother and then if it's legit and they're not fake and my man ain't pulling my leg I'll come get y'all so sure enough the tickets were real we went and sat down like on the wow. court wow. you know and yeah wow. just a crazy phenomenal experience wow. shout out to whoever I, that guy this was never told before
0: that's crazy yeah We've no never heard it, this
1: yeah a real cool experience you know how it is man you go to the game you know a hot dog ten dollars you know what i mean it's just high you know what i mean so it was a stretch for us to even be in the building but we were young we were geeked to be in the building pistons playing this is bad boy air jordan the whole nine and um you know it was just a cool experience right and so A few weeks ago, I think you guys might remember me talking. um, I took my family to the game and we sat in the suite with the Chick-fil-A, you know, and the whole nine. And I remember sitting in there that day at Phillips Arena, the Hawks were playing LeBron. And I remember sitting in there going, wow, like, I could kind of remember, like, it didn't always used to be like this, right? And so, you know, I was Trey running around in the suite, you know, uh, drinking juice, eating cookies. They got all a huge spread. We got the whole suite to ourselves. And I'm like, wow. Like you know just grateful like yo i feel blessed we came a long way well my dad is down here um you know now you know they came down you know for the conference to help help out with the kids and you know the whole night so they've been here all week and the other day my dad was like oh don't the hawks play they got a playoff game you know against the wizards tonight you know i want to go to the game so i was like all right cool So shout out to my guy, William, you know, who's, you know, a fan of what we do, a a supporter of the movement and the head of, you know, Phillips Arena, you know, the whole little hookup. And um, I hit my man up probably like two o'clock, y'all. The game started at eight o'clock. I hit my man at two o'clock. I was like, yo, me, my brother, my pops, we want to come to a game, whatever. Um, You know, what's up? He hits me back. Boom, sends the tickets to my email. Done deal. Now, I looked at the seats to see where they were before we went. But I didn't tell my pops, you know what I'm saying? So, this is the first time I really had an opportunity to take my dad to a game like that. And so, um, we, and, and he sent me a parking pass. So, I had a parking pass. We pull up like underneath the stadium, you know, come out, you know, me, my brother, and my pops, my dad, like, oh, you got sweet parking. And so, we come out, and it's like the uh, VIP, like, lounge area. And it's like way, you know, like in the middle of the arena. So he like, all right, cool. And so we start going down the rows and I knew where we were sitting. So we were sitting like, there might've been like three chairs on the floor and then like the fourth row, we were right there. And, um, you know, we start walking down and walking down and I'm just looking at my dad's face. He walking in front of me. I'm like, keep going. He keep looking like, wait, where is the... And then we were like, row A. And we went all the way down to the bottom. And, um, you know, my dad looked at me like, these are seats. And I was like, yeah. And he was like... Wow. As soon as we sit down, I promise you, Dr. J walks out and is like standing like directly, like literally reach out and touch his back. Like, you know what I mean? Just standing right there. What's up to Dr. J? You know, the whole nine. It's all kind of celebrities in the building. It's Atlanta. So, you know, it's a little Hollywood. And, um, you know, we sat there, man, and we caught the game. and I just saw my dad like. You know, uh, you know, geeked. We went up at halftime and was, we were in the lounge area, so like the food was expensive. It was like, a, you know, sandwiches and stuff There's like $25 and, you know what I'm saying, just crazy stuff. I'm like, Dad, what you want? He's like, I'm, I'm long for the ride. I'm like, Pops, please, don't even play me. Like, get what you want. You know what I'm saying? Just like the whole nine. And, um, you know, I, I, I had a moment where I was like, wow, like, yo, this is what it's supposed to be like. You know what I mean, like, and I felt extremely blessed. Like, this is not a story I'm telling to be like I'm big time. By no means. Matter of fact, I didn't even have to pay for the tickets. The work that we put in got us down there to the floor and got us in, you know, this this VIP and the suite before and you know all of these things that allows you know me to take care of my family at a high level. And I'm just thinking about like, for real. Um, You know, the work that we put in, the fact that we didn't quit, and now I'm able to do things like this for, you know, it's one thing to do it for your son, it's another thing to do it for my dad, and I promise you, while we were down there on the court, I just felt like, wow, we had to get lucky a once in a million shot of a guy just walking up and handing my dad some tickets to get on the floor when I was younger, and now I'm able to make a phone call at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and have my pop sitting on the floor I mean literally and, and with with no effort at all, and I just felt extremely humble, blessed, you know the whole nine like, yo, wow, like you know, thank you Jesus, because this is you know th- th- this is not the norm, but i i couldn't help but think like, yo, we were at a point when this didn't seem like a reality, and I know there's moments for y'all, and I just kind of wanted to find out from you guys, you know Carl with you know you buying the suburban. You know, E, you know, with you being able to, you know, send your parents to San Diego for an extra three months and buy your mama Tahoe and, you know, like, what are those, what are those moments for you guys that make you go, wow, like, you know, this is real. Like, you know, we work so hard, right? We go every day, we wake up, we go after it, we chase it down. You know, it's a grind. Um, you know, you don't really raise your head up to look and the other day, and I, I'm so spoiled. I'll I be real. I didn't even really want to go to the game. I'm like, I'm not really a Hawks fan like that. They playing the Wizards. I'm not really into it, but my dad wanted to go, so of course I made the sacrifice. But I'm just like, yo, we we work so hard. Like, what are those moments for y'all that you actually, you know, kind of like wake up, smell the coffee, and go, wow, like this is real. Like, wh- what are those moments for you guys? Have you had any of those moments? Do you take the time to reflect? Because I, I it made me realize that I really don't enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. No. See you. Literally this morning see so I'll go somewhere and come back this morning and I didn't tell you to see but I'm looking into the story of breathe University So this morning, I'm literally going back and trying to like recap all the stuff and write it because I know we putting out the zero to a million book And I'm like, yo, we got to put that piece of the story in there so I'm going back and looking at you know the progression of this and when I tell you, I'm stuck looking at I still got all the emails of how I first contacted people, the first logo, like all this. And I'm going back and looking at the amount of work that it took to get this thing going. And then to, <laughs> literally do to answer your question, like sometimes, like literally it, it, it hits me on weekends, of course, when I'm more focused on the family. Like when I pull up to the house, like you said, like we go to church or something, and come back it's like you know every other weekend or something like that i'll just have this moment where wow like what you're describing like man I'm, my family is in the car with me my kids in the car like you said not even <laughs> like they don't even know what's happening They're in the back of the car watching a movie um you know i'm pulling up to this house and again y'all know us we ain't in no mansions and none but i'm living in a very comfortable house um, and it's just like, th- literally there's times where I'll just let them get out of the car and I'll just sit there for a couple of minutes. Like, yo, this happened and it's still happening. Like it's real. Like I was able to, you know, put, well, all of us put that work in and now the reality of it, you're seeing the results of your work. Like it's not random. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a direct result of all the work we put in. You could see it manifesting and manifesting itself physically. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like you know, some random, you know, you know, it ain't something in the back of your mind that you're kind of thinking about. and see. like it's a physical manifestation that you could see every time I look at my kids, put them to bed like they, they're almost too spoiled. Like I'm trying to figure out the balance, but our kids are almost too spoiled. You know what I'm saying? But man, just to feel like this is your handiwork. This is stuff that y'all, that we put together and planned, man. Like for real, it's no feeling like it. No feeling like it, man. No, this weekend, see, um, not this weekend, next weekend. My family's coming up here. Like, one of my cousins is getting married. And I, I promise I didn't even know. Tamisha already booked rooms for the entire family. Like, we got a rental. We're going to drive the whole family, like, driving together. Tamisha paid for everything. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I could take care of my family now in a way now that I couldn't, you know, a couple of years ago. And I'm telling you, it ain't, if, you were, if, if there's nothing else driving you, let me tell y'all something. This feeling right here, let this drive you like you want that feeling in your life. It is huge, man. It's huge to be able to look at the fam- your family faces and know that they don't need anything. And if there's something that, you know, put it this way, there's nothing beyond w- what they can have at this point. There's nothing beyond that. Like we've worked to the point that there's nothing beyond anybody, you know, any needs that we want, man. So, yeah, that feeling is that driving force for me yeah, right that's now.
0: That's deep, man. That's deep. I-, I would just say if we could real quick, if you're listening to this podcast, you know if you're driving when you get home if you work it out when you get home But if you are anywhere near a pen and a pad Write down what that would be for you. You know for those of you who are listening like man. I ain't there yet We're not telling you this So you can know our story We're telling you this to fuel the fire That's our that's our job on this podcast. We are we we are a bridge And we're telling you that you can get from where you are to where you want to be, and we're literally building that bridge for you every podcast. We're reverse engineering and saying, this is what you got to do to get here. And so what we're telling you, the first thing is that you really have to think through. C gave you a modern day story, but it was sparked by an event that happened years and years ago. And he knew in his mind, yo, this is where, I I don't necessarily know how we're going to get there but sitting at the bottom is going to be a lifestyle. And one day he's probably going to go up to somebody up top and bring them down. So um, I just want to encourage you, you know, and for those of you who are already there, don't get it twisted. This is this, this not, not on cruise control. We can all lose this at any point. So don't get it twisted. We, we must continue to grind. You know, and we must continue to do what we got to do. And I love what Carl said. We're not nobody said anything to you about money. We're doing this for personal freedom. That that is what, man, moves us. That's what gets us up in the morning at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. That's that's what drives us. But I guess for me, see, just a couple. You mentioned my mom, you know, and uh, I just want to explain to our our listening family um, the motive behind that. You guys heard Sean, uh, the model, uh, leader of that podcast, on our podcast a couple uh, episodes ago. And he talked about, on a recent show, MS. And he talked, uh, it was Dr. Terry Walls, and he talked about uh, vitamin D being a main source uh, of, of, um, of energy or strength for you to reverse uh, the MS, the myelin sheath specifically. And uh, it's funny because that's why I sent my father to San Diego. Uh, my father who, not my biological father, but my father who raised me, I sent him and my mom to um, I sent him and my mom to um, San Diego, and it was to get you know uh, him uh, out of the cold, out of uh, the no sun boy, you know. And so, uh, by the grace of God, you know, they also said they needed a new vehicle, and I'm like, yo, let me do my part to use my influence to help make that happen as well. Uh, and then Sean hit me and was like, yo, E, I know Didi Dee Dee got MS. You know, you ought to think about moving her out of the... And I was like, Sean, I've been on that. You know what I'm saying? I just got to wait for um, my daughter, you know, my wife to feel comfortable with my daughter either graduating or becoming a junior or senior before I can just, you know, totally relocate because she's at, you know, school right now. So, um, yeah, see, man, Dee Dee and I the other day, we were at, um, see, Universal Studio, in the middle of the day, see? we at Universal Studios staying at Four Seasons looking at the, um, the fireworks at, by night. You know, 9 o'clock at night, Epcot, Bob, blowing off. You know, Disney, bop, bop, blowing off. So just to have that personal freedom. My son is graduating with not, I don't think he owed a university $20, you know. Uh, and so for me, see, that's what it's about, what Carl said, personal freedom, having the opportunity uh, to be able to be a blessing not only to my family but those kids that we've been able to help get jobs help them with their school tuition help them with computers and books yeah see that's why that's why we do yeah we
1: do. no and i guess you know what 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 hit me you know one of the things that you always talk about is like when you're not grinding and you're not putting in that 120 effort and going as hard as you can go every day you you say you always say you're being selfish like yo that's selfish you know because there are people who are depending on you and counting on you, you know, to go to that next level. And I think, you know, for real, Carl kind of just said it like you, you can't go backwards. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the fear of going backwards or the fear of not hitting that potential, like, yo, Carl, you can't go back to, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, you know, not taking vacations or, you know, counting every, you know, penny you got to spend, you know what I mean? Like you can't go back to that. And so, um, it really is, you know, important that you, you know, like E said, you write that thing down and go after it, man. Like, you know, just just work and go after it. And I'm not telling you that because you gotta take fancy vacations or drive right. big cars or right. whatever. Right. E said it. I just want you to live like you wanna live. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and the personal freedom thing is big. Like, yo, y'all heard me say it. Avery was sick. I stayed at home. I just canceled everything all week and just held my baby girl for five days straight. I didn't have to call somebody to come in and take care of my daughter because she was sick. Like, yo, I got to hold my baby girl. That's personal freedom. You know what I mean? Like, and you want to work and put yourself in a place where you can have that personal freedom. And I think one of the main, um, you know, factors around that is, is your immediate environment. You know, and I think a lot of you, you know, you really struggle because you're the only one that believes what you believe in your circle. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like yo. As much belief as I had, I don't know if it would have been enough on its own. Does that make right. sense? Like, oh, I, I'm not even trying sense. to make myself that deep. Like, it was times when I probably would have been like, oh, I don't know. Like, that E was just so hardened and, and so faithful in the belief that it probably like got me back to where I need to be. Or if I was feeling some kind of way, I might have looked at Carl and been like, okay, Carl's still with it? So let me go. But imagine if the three of us kind of all had lost belief at the same time. <sighs> Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, I, like I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, if I, at, if at any point he would have been like, whew, man, yeah, see, I, I think we might need to go ahead and go back and look for this job real quick. I, I, I promise you, I, I'd have sprinted so fast because I'd have been like, yo, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, we all. We, the three of us didn't all see it. You know what I mean? Like, it, like somebody don't right. believe. Like, right. So when one person was weak, right. the other people could be strong. But I'm saying, how in the world are you ever going to be strong if everybody around you is weak? Like, there's nobody to lift you up. Like, yo, nobody is that deep. He ain't that deep. I'm not that deep, Carl. Like nobody. Absolutely. Like we had each other. And and the good thing is, like, probably only one of us was down at a time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now he was probably down the least. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> no, no. he of hey, course, I might have been be down honest. the most. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Carl might have been down the most. I might have been in the middle. You know what I mean? Like that might have just been the pecking order or whatever. But I think there were times, Carl, when you probably were down, mm-hmm. when you called me and I was on fire
3: oh, for that sure. had you like,
1: boom, okay, nope, you tripping, Carl, let's for go. Sure. And so I think You know, we talk about it all the time, guys, putting yourself in that environment and putting yourself around people who actually believe. And I really figured out that, you know, the the thing that I think most people end up struggling with is, for real, they don't really believe that they're going to have this level of success. You know what I mean? Like, you don't believe it, and you're not around people who believe it, and it's hard for you to see it. And if you don't see it, it's hard. When you don't see it, it's hard for your actions to then align with that. You know what I mean? Like, you're not necessarily like, oh, I don't really believe that. Going outside and cutting my grass gonna make my wife happy, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Times I, night times I tell you, you just not gonna do it, cause you like she gonna. You know what I'm saying? Like just to make a practical example of like, if but if you believed, like I said, like if you believed that there was a million dollars at the end of your grind, if you truly believed it, would you ever stop grinding?
2: So I'm about to give you a story now, All right? See, and um, Josh calling me. Sorry, Josh, we're recording. Um, Literally, so on the flight back, I didn't tell none of y'all this. On the flight back, EI actually swapped seats with Jada. Hmm. And she, uh, she's so stubborn. She's just like her mom. Like, no, I had to I literally stand in is. the... I had to stay so she yeah, don't want to switch the seat with is. me, see. So I'm literally in the aisle. Like, Jada, sit down in the seat. You're not going back. Like, sit down there. And she like, no, I ain't. I was like, well, we're going to stop the whole plane. Ain't nobody passing us. So anyway, we swapped seats. And I sat next to this couple, my man Joe. Older couple from North, northern Michigan. Small talk, you know, our way into stuff and then I was doing some stuff on the computer. So they looked up like, "Yo, what do you do? Like, what you doing? So I was like, Yo, you know, I do video editing for, you know, Eric Thomas and Associates. And they were like, <laughs> I saw his eyes. He was like, you said Eric Thomas. I was like, yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Like, you mean the Eric Thomas. I was like, yeah, like the motivational speaker. He's like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, do you understand that like I watched that, that Breathe video. He, he was stuck back at the Breathe video, the guru joint. But he was like, hey, do you understand that I watched that video religiously? But when he started sharing, so again, I, I, I'm not the dude trying to talk, I'm trying to learn. So I, I flipped the script, but yep, I work for Eric, we've been doing a lot, like, what do you do? So I started talking to my man and got his story. See, and the question I wanna ask you is, what does it really take? And what, I'm, what, what I mean by that is, this dude told me he graduated high school at a second grade reading level. All right? to this day, not able to read properly. So I'm continue talking to, you know, whatever, whatever. Now I come to find out that he owns three businesses and is doing, he was, he was like not on that like bragging, but like, look, let me explain to you. What we talking about here? I've done well, but my family, they don't need anything. He and his wife were sitting next to me on the plane. And he said to me, I do an automation company that we actually provided parts to Tesla, we provided parts to, he's like, we do a lot of great business. He's like, then I started doing that, and I bought some land, and he's like, now, either Pepsi or Coke, I don't remember which one, but he's like, the Northern area, all their delivery trucks, they park on his land, so he got a little rental stuff going with them, and then he's like, yo, they're renting my land, and the truck's sitting there, they're they're like, they're container trucks, so I'm gonna start a business sanitizing their trucks so that when they need three different businesses, my man said, see, and can hardly read. So I'm asking like, what, does, right. what it does it take, what are people, what does it really take? Because it's not a, re- it's not education all the way, there's obviously some level of education, but it's not education, it's obviously some will,
1: No, but I I'm just like... Think, Carl, I'm telling you, I think it's the belief, like yo, think about how powerful belief is, like yo, I, I'm, like if you believe something is going to happen, like how powerful that is and how that guides your actions, like for real, if you believe, Yo, hitting this treadmill was going to help you be in better shape and live a longer life, and and getting like all of those. If you believed it, like to the core of you, you would stay on that treadmill. You know what I'm saying? Like if you believed for sure, if I if I keep grinding with you know my my art, if I keep grinding with you know my my dental uh, practice, if I keep grinding with, and you really thought the end result was ultimate success, you would never quit. So therefore, the people who end up quitting, like I start law school and I quit. I start um, trying to get my MBA and I quit. I start these things. Like, you don't really believe that they're success. You might believe you can get the degree, but you don't believe that the degree is going to lead to a higher level of success or else who would quit? Like I said, if you believe that the end of the pot of gold or or end of the rainbow was a, a pot of gold. Who wouldn't keep following the rainbow? You know what I'm saying? Like, you would absolutely keep going. It's like he always say. Like, if I told you tomorrow morning there would be, you know, a million dollars here. Like, he always uses the example, for those of you who don't know it, he would always say, there's no such thing as procrastination, right? He would say, if I told you to be here and I was going to give you a million dollars tomorrow morning, but you had to be here at 6 a.m., what would you do? And the person always says, I'll be there at 5.30, right? Like, I would be there because in their mind, they know there is a reward for that particular behavior. So, if you're not there, then you don't believe that your showing up is going to lead to a particular result. And so you end up being late, you end up not going, you end up quitting because you don't believe that that particular action is going to end in the result. So, that's why I said belief is the most powerful thing we have because we always believed that we would be right here, that I would be able to take my dad to that game, that Carl, you would be able to buy your family. A, a new house and a new car and you would be able to send your parents there. We actually believe that. So quitting was really not an option because we already saw it, the, the final manifestation in our heads. So I'm saying if you're quitting, it has to be that you don't truly believe that the actions that you're supposed to be taking will lead to ultimate success. So that's why it's easy to quit because you like, it don't really mean anything anyway. Is that, I'm just making sure that makes sense. I mean, I know I'm kind of like abstract, but, you know, E, you can you chime in on that. But I know you talk a lot about belief and, and you know, people always say, oh, you got to speak it into existence. No, you got to speak your actions into existence. You know what I mean? And and to me, that's critical. But, E, you can kind of take it because I know that's a, a, a big thing for you.
0: Yeah, no, no. And I always say, guys, I think most people start with the extrinsic. You know, that's their thing, a car, a house or whatever you have to understand, for those of us, see, who believe, what's also just as critical is who else benefits if I, if I keep going and who suffers if I quit? You, you know what I'm saying? See, because what you all started with, you started with your father, see, working at General Motors but understanding the, the importance of personal freedom. You know, you, you, you're talking about a man who... May not have um, went the route of a um, uh, an advanced degree. You know, what I'm saying he might not have gone, you know, that college route. But he was still going professional, uh, personal freedom route. You feel me? You're talking about the dude who started, you know, a lemonade stand and turned it into a lemonade company. He wasn't a, a biologist or you know a chemist. But th- we all started with the same thing: personal freedom. But it's not like you live in a house by yourself, personal freedom. For all of us, it is a, yo, I don't gotta go to, I don't have to leave Avery if she ever gets sick. Avery wasn't even sick when you first start thinking about that. Trey, uh, you know, it wasn't that you had Trey, you like, yo, if I had kids one day, then once you had kids, it was like a whole different ground. Like, I remember how your work ethic, see, phenomenal. I remember Carl, phenomenal. But when y'all both got married, had kids, bought a home, we start hiring staff, y'all all went to a whole nother level. So I, I, I want to add to this personal belief that you go to a whole nother level when you have a personal belief that is based on making other people's lives better. When, when, when you can enhance the quality of somebody else's life, it's like, uh-oh, now I'm really, I didn't found something, I didn't found the gear I didn't even know existed. I didn't found endurance that I didn't even know I had. You know, I, I found a, a will that did not exist five, six years ago. So so I think when you look at people like us, when people say, E, you man, your passion seems like it was greater than when you did the guru story. Well, the guru story, I was talking to 30, 40 kids in the classroom. Now I'm global. I got kids all over the world following. So, of course, the passion is going to another level. Why? Because the responsibility, seat has gone to another level. So, yeah, belief. But then a belief that's based on somebody else's personal freedom
1: yeah what uh, can you break down your definition of personal freedom I, i mean just for the people i think we vaguely understand what you mean and i talked about avery but like what do you mean by personal freedom
0: well for me see i told a story the other day at uh the advantage when i worked at michigan state and my boss wouldn't let me leave uh to go see jada uh get her academic awards when she was a child And she was, she was, she was, she was racking them up and I wanted to be there. See, you know, one of the things that personal freedom means to me is as a parent, I never had to miss any of my kids' big moments. I never had to miss a football game or basketball game and listen to me very closely. I'm not talking to the father, you know, who has to travel, you know, and he's got to feed his family. I get that. You know, we have seasons of that, but I'm saying, see, I knew in my mind, we're not going to always do this. Like, I'm not going to do this, and Jalen's 21 years old. And then, I, 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 I was like, yo, E, you have to learn quick, fast, in a hurry, how to get to a place of phenomenal so you can get your personal freedom. Because you don't want to start going to Jalen's games at 18, you know, at 19. Like, you want to be able to be there and be present when they're young. So for me, it was being able to go to lunch with Didi. Didi had a, um, a traditional job. And there are those of you with a traditional job that we're not saying you should become an entrepreneur, but you should be so good at your job that your yeah. boss, whatever recommendations yeah. you put in, your boss That's is real. like, let's go, let's go. You have made this company money. You, you have, you've been the brand. You, you have protected this company uh, in terms of management. You've made sure that I can leave and everything is taken care of. So any vacation you wanna go on, anytime you need to go see your kids, I trust that your work ethic and I trust that your execution is so uh, phenomenal that you know you're going to make up for it if you got to go. I'll let you work from home. You're so good. If you need to work from home, go work from home so you can be with your child who has feet, whatever. So for me, personal freedom was being able to be there for my family, see? Being able to go to lunch with Dee Dee when she uh, had her traditional job, see? Uh, It means, um, and y'all know me. I shop at Walmart. Y'all, y'all can't say E.O. Neiman Marcus or Eon Brooks Brothers or Eon. I don't, y'all know I wear a blue jeans, sweatpants and grind gear. That's all I wear every day all day. But see if I got a call from somebody that said we need to fly you into Europe for this big um, uh, um, charity banquet and you need to put on a suit that I can go and get the suit. See it's being able to go into a dealership and buy the car that we need. It's being able to go grocery shop Man, you're taking me back and not have to say, Didi, we need 30 things, we can only afford 12. Which ones are we going to sacrifice? It's being able to buy, and again, forgive me, guys. Well, are you
1: speaking literally like the people want to know, like, when you and Diddy were married, did Literally, you really, because we know you were homeless, yeah, you literally. know, when you were 16, 17. Yeah. No, no, no. Take us to the grocery store experience. Let literally. the people hear it, because there's yeah. people out there who listen to our podcast who, for real, you own that, and you don't think it's possible when we talk about belief, E. Now, this is important, literally, because you see where E is, and E ain't the only one. You see where he is, but you, but, but. Listen to where he came from, because some of you think, oh, man, you know, you, you've been listening to the podcast and to y'all some kind of way we've been, you know, like just popping with all of this. And we've been, you know, had tons of money and like this beautiful company and all like like it hasn't always been like that. He ain't always been famous. It ain't no, you know what I mean? So E, talk to somebody who is literally making grocery store decisions. What did that look like for doing
0: it? clinicals? Let me make it plain. Did a nursing student going to nurse class, doing clinicals. We ain't got no money. I'm working at the Olive Garden. I'm using my tips, bruh, my tips, to go get a head of cabbage, to go get uh, some candy yams. Right? No meat. We ain't eat no meat, flat out. And I'm talking about even when we were vegetarians and we were eating, you know, the, uh, 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 you know, soy product. It ain't no soy, ain't no meat on the table. It's only cornbread that we made the day before. So it's it's candy yams. It's cabbage. It's cornbread. The next day it might be kidney beans, rice, and cornbread. And I ain't gonna lie to you, loving it though. I'm talking about we was full, bro. Oh no we doubt. Was
1: full. I'm talking about hey, full. You 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 didn't have them them Cheesecake Factory taste buds didn't Right, right, you. Right, right, right. You still coming off the homeless taste buds. You know what I'm so, saying? Out of trash cans. That was a come up. But so, Diddy so, was probably struggling.
0: Oh, I'm talking about struggling. So look, you go in the refrigerator always eggs, bread, milk on deck. You know, uh, um, we have to, we get the pay-pay-day, you can get orange juice. The pay-pay-day, you can get Welch's grape juice, but you gotta put, when people come in the house now, they laugh, because Didi put water in everything. Why? Because that's what we was doing back then. We was like, we gotta stretch this apple juice out, bruh. We gotta stretch it out, so half, you keep the old container, half water, half juice. Like, this is what we was on, you know, and so, Uh, I remember a time when we went and it was like, yep, now we can get everything, but we can't get name brand. We can't get Captain Crunch. You feel what I'm saying? We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. Oh, I forgot what my man's name was.
1: (laughs) You had Lieutenant Crunch. (laughs) Crunch.
0: You had Lieutenant Crunch. Lieutenant Crunch, Crunch. see? We couldn't get Raisin brand, like, we couldn't get the uh, the Post or the Kellogg Raisin brand. We had to get the off brand. You feel me? And so, but, but then we was able to get everything. Tyrone the Tiger. Frosted Flakes. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, bro, come on. I, I didn't even try to get tiger. Frosted Flakes. They cost too much. <laughs> I didn't even try to get Frosted Flakes. So I'm just saying that's where we were. But watch this. Scene. Yeah. Every time we went to the grocery store, I believed. And I didn't have Didi on my side believing in no doggone entrepreneurship. That that ain't well, that wasn't Didi's thing. He's Didi like, go get a job. But I'm telling you, I kept believing in that GD class that one day this is going to pay off. One day me helping these kids is gonna pay off. And let me tell you something. The bulk of my money comes from educational institutions now. You looking to get blessed from a place you ain't even plant no seeds. That's Y'all looking to get blessed from a uh, you trying to do corporate. You ain't never done nothing for corporate for the day in your life. You looking to get a check from a school system, you ain't never done nothing for schools in your life. 90% of my money comes from the educational arena, guys. Why? because of the GED, and I poured into them, and I believed in them, and one of the greatest things that happened, I wish you guys, it was on tape, or, or we had it on audio, but Shaft Darby is at the P70 conference, yeah. and he says, I remember
3: I, hey, That e. was an incredible was a moment. moment for yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everything,
2: this yeah. Dude Everything, was
1: This dude was the very first graduate of E's GED program. He
3: found me when I was in the hood, hood, hood. You all see E speaking all over the world now. But that first logo, break the cycle, that was his first program. GED program. High school dropout. Gang banger. Pushing drugs. Galore. Yeah, he being humble. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Man, he coming into our community, he was one of the first people that I met that I could really identify with, okay, this guy really cares about us. He felt older because he had already found his calling and he was walking in it. We in the hood. We don't know nothing about our calling. He started that program. I was one of his first, I was his first graduate. I don't know if you know that. You remember that? No, I was, I I was that. his first graduate. I got my GED through his program. This dude was
1: at the conference, the P7D, you know, the speaker training, and he talked about you know, being the very first graduate of E's GED class. And I was like, wow. And you know, he kind of, it was funny to hear that perspective because most of the time in the room, we've known E the longest, you know what I mean? So just to, just to pick his brain and see what he was talking about, E, but I think that's so deep. And I think uh, what you're talking about is critical because you talk about faith and belief and it's something that you've always, you know, been about. And there was a time, and I don't think you've ever told the story on the podcast, so maybe you can tell the people about it, and this one had nothing to do with religion or nothing like that, but you talked about, you just said you haven't planted a seed anywhere or, or, you know, for real, we talked about it before. You broke, so you hold on to everything instead of giving it away. Talk about that one time you saw a pastor on TV. I can't remember, I, I can't remember the exact story, but... That you, you had a. a th- they Mike Murdoch.
0: You- Mike Murdoch. Oh, okay, yeah. and, and I so I knew something was strange to see about it because he was on BET. You know what I'm saying? He was an older white preacher on BET. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah. whoa. I was looking for, you know, the uh, at that time, usually it's like gospel inspiration. You know, first thing in the morning at six, it's like gospel mm-hmm. inspiration, like, you know, um, Kurt Franklin and Mary Mary, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that kind of stuff. But my man was on and he said, to plant a $1,000 seed and watch your life get changed. And I wasn't really, like you know, see I ain't grew up in church, bro, so I ain't grew up paying tithe. So I ain't really own that. But what I heard him say that was deep was, like, yo, you gotta, you gotta make a sacrifice. Like, you gotta be willing to give up everything. Like, you gotta be willing, like, while you waiting to be blessed, you gotta be a blessing. And that's the thing I used to love about Dee Dee, man. She used to go to TJ Maxx, she still does it, and she would buy clothes for people having babies, and we didn't even know who was having no baby. You know, but she would just keep stuff in the closet, it was like a, a seed ministry, like we just gonna put stuff in the closet, somebody got a birthday or something, we gonna bless them. You know, so it's always been this concept of, be a blessing to, while you waiting on your blessing. You know, and that's what the GD class was about, whatever. So when I heard that, I was like, wow, I need to do that. You know, I do need to be a blessing financially, because I would always been a blessing seeing my time. Um, right, we didn't have right. a lot of food, but everybody at Oakwood knew. Come to our crib.
1: That's when you had more time than you had yeah. money. Oh, way sure. more. No, <laughs> no. Yo, That was the flip side. Yeah, that was way the flip more, side. Yeah, hey, this podcasting more. came full circle. <laughs> <You
0: feel me? laughs> and uh, and here's another thing: like we didn't have a lot, but somebody gave us their car. Uh, Patrick and Paul Graham gave us their car when we needed to get back and forth. And so when we got a car, we did the what same thing. What kind of car was it? Uh, a Fiat. They had a they had a Fiat, a two door. Um, uh, brains blew out. Fiat convertible, and then Didi <laughs> and I had a blue Ford Escort, and it had a it got hit on the side uh, when we bought it. It had a dent, and so man, we would just let people use that. You could come eat the. How off much brand. did you pay for that joint? Six hundred dollars. Wow. Six hundred dollars. Yep, six hundred dollars. See, and she and, was uh, rolling. Oh man, come on! Everybody on the block, everybody in college used it. They came over and helped us eat the lieutenant. Uh, 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 Captain, uh, uh Crunch. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Crunch. They, they, uh, they, <laughs> I mean, what, Crunch. what we had, see, we gave, you know? And then, um, when I heard him say that, I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna do it. I don't know when, but I'm gonna do this thousand. So I went to DD Dee school for an alumni weekend program, and when I went to the program, the teacher, or the principal said, we need to raise $10,000, Eric. If you, man, you should see the look on her face. She was like, they're gonna close this school down if we don't start raising funds. And we need t- we need to start with ten thousand dollars i was like no mike
1: murdoch popped in oh in it head. popped up
0: like yo e so what i said to the people was look we need to raise ten thousand dollars let me tell y'all something i'm not gonna sit here and be a hypocrite i'll get the first thousand see i had one thousand three hundred dollars probably in the bank <laughs> wow i said it I, it might not even be three hundred dollars hey hold right. on Here's my I favorite part lying.
1: though huh? Here's my favorite part of the whole story i said
0: i might be lying right i had a thousand dollars right So I got I I got eight other people to do a thousand, and I think I got four to give fifty. And I went to the principal and told her, "Look." And so
1: you raised the ten grand.
0: Yup. And I told the principal, "I said, look, do me a huge favor. I only got a thousand something in the bank. Do me a favor. Let's post date this check. You know what I'm saying? Give me, give me a week, right? Give me three Thursdays from my income
1: tax slash refund tuition check. It's coming, see. It's coming. It's coming. It's on the way.
0: See, I promise you, see, I promise. Oh, you. they cashed that, that was, joker.
1: by the time you got Monday, home, it was. Catch. At noon, <laughs> this is before alerts, and I
0: had gotten an alert. This is oh. before alerts, see, and I had gotten an alert. You have overdrafted. You, that, 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 you that, felt that the hit
1: on your down. way home in the uh, in the <laughs> escort. You felt that joint hit like doom-doom. You Man, was like, whoa, what see? was that? Now, yeah. Let me
0: tell y'all something. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I had bought Didi a used. 745 L, I think I had about 20-some thousand miles on it. And, and so here it was, I had bought a car, but I wasn't being a blessing to others, and I knew it was that time. Listen to me, guys, I'm not telling you to give a thousand dollars. This is not, you know, somebody, they give a thousand. C only told me to tell you my story. A week later, I had two jobs, and I was making over six figures. I had two jobs. I had two job offers, and I was able to take both of those job offers, guys, and I have never looked back No, tell them what it was, That's man. Make right, it plain. Yeah, what yeah. was
1: it? Yeah, so, give, What was the so, job offer? What happened? So, they called you. Like, give a, don't, don't, don't shortchange us on the team,
0: Moni. So, okay, I'm sorry. So, I, I had gotten a call from Dr. June and um, Dr. Bonita Curry, and they told me that the position as an academic advisor, we have filled with you, and we want you to serve the university. So that was number Mm -hmm. one. That was Michigan State. Michigan State. Then I got a call from Bethel, the church that I was the pastor at for five years. And Bethel called me and said, we want to hire you as our pastor. And we want to sit down and work out a financial arrangement with you. And between those two offers, see, I I had, and Didi's job, we were making over just a little bit over uh, six figures with that. um, Wow. With those two jobs and Didi's job. And I've never looked back since. I've never looked back since. That's crazy
1: because I think like 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 I said, the natural inclination is to be like, yo, when I you know when you when you got a little bit, like hold on, like you can't, you know what I mean. You hold on to that little money, like yo, you got thirteen hundred dollars in the bank. It's like we got to make make this stretch, you know what I mean. And so you're saying, even in those moments where you down and you out. You gotta be able to give. Now he said it. You may not have a thousand dollars. You may not have five dollars. But you got time. You got energy. Like he said, what he devoted before that, he was probably volunteering at the school regularly, right? Going up there speaking, you know, mentoring, whatever he was doing. I know I was doing a lot of that stuff. And now, when you get the opportunity to be a blessing, you gotta do it, man. And I think that's one of the things that Carl, I, I would say you know, um, has really been, you know, an influence to me, what he you know, has done is, like, the way I see him look out for people, you know what I mean, like, you just in the grocery store, E, like, I got her groceries too, you know, or at, at a restaurant just going, the other day, we, we were at um, Pascal's down here, uh, and he and just went up and cashed out a whole table, because, I guess somebody at our table heard them say it was a bunch of older ladies at the table. They look like just came from church. It was one of them birthday. E caught wind that it was one of their birthdays. Like eight of them just cashed out the whole table. You know what I mean? You should have seen the look on their faces. The lady was like, wow, this is like the best birthday present I ever had in my life. And so you get an opportunity to be a blessing. And I think people look at E now and go, yeah, he got all this money. He's a millionaire. He can, of course he can bless people and buy dinners and stuff like that. But... He just told you a story of when he had a $1,300, how he was a blessing. And I could, and Carl and I could probably tell you when he first got up to Michigan State, okay, he might have been making six figures, but the amount that he was blessing people wasn't necessarily matching the salary. He was over-blessing in, in terms of what you would probably be willing to give away. And I remember, like, for real, it hit me when somebody was like, yo, if you know, in, in terms of tithing, they was like, yo, you got a little bit of money. You think you're gonna tie when you get more money? It's the exact same oh, principle. Yeah, so if you got a hundred dollars and you right. gotta tie ten. Yeah, it ain't no different at. than having ten thousand right. dollars and gotta tie the right. thousand. Like it's th- the principle is still the same. You're still giving up the yeah, exact cheap, same amount. Cheap. So don't be, be like, cheap, once I get a million dollars, right. once you get a million, you ain't yeah. about to be like, oh, okay, you, here go oh, hundred dollars.
0: You probably gonna hold on to it a little tighter.
1: Right. Exactly, man. And so I think that was deep, man. Just having a chance to. You know, watch E in that moment, um, you know, in, in, in those moments uh, like the other day, man, and just see, you know, how he's able to be a blessing, man. And I Hey, promise don't, you, don't I'm go too best,
2: far, though, man. see, because the part for me, and I'll tell you the part for me that hits me the hardest because I still see it, dd still go shopping like y'all hear E talk about every mall you know everywhere they go they go to a mall Every mall but every every mall mall they go to dd's still (laughs) doing the exact same thing now (laughs) dd's going looking for sales and grabbing stuff for people that don't even exist yet like seriously to this day she's still doing that so i'm saying what a practice like you're just going to the store for probably some I don't know what she's going for initially, I don't either. but <laughs> she get there and somehow the rest of the world is on her mind. She's going to just grab a shirt, a onesie, some socks, some bibs. Somebody going to have a baby. Somebody going to need something. And she's putting that aside before somebody asks for it. So I'm just like, yo, what a practice. Like, it don't matter how much money you got. Like, for real, you're going to find something on sale right, that you're looking gets. for, grab right. two. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It don't have to grab be a, a, a $50,000 yeah. something. If it costs $30 yeah. and you could grab two, grab two. Grab somebody two. else going to need one and yeah. put it aside. And I guarantee you start doing that. Man, I'm telling you, like he said, the blessing is on the other side of planting that seed. Yeah.
0: And here, Here's my only challenge, though, see, and I do want to challenge our listeners because I think our listeners are a different group. I'm just going to be honest. I think the people that listen to us are probably more like us than they're not like right. us. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't, don't, play. Know, yeah. So, hey, don't play. Hold on. I gotta give you. The high-level listeners, Hey, don't
2: play, see. So so literally, so we we eating, this is literally at the uh, W on, what is it, Thursday evening. Yeah. So the, the the Friday was the, the event, Started the event. So uh, uh, Josh's guy, Corky, yeah. Rob. So he comes and sits with us, and we all talking whatever. First time I'm meeting him, we talk whatever, and I see him get up and walk off. And I'm like, okay, my man going to the bathroom or something. You know what he did. Like, y'all guess yeah, what he did. Oh, he yeah. paid for the bill. He came back. I'm like, Josh, no, he didn't. And Josh just looked at me and laughed. And Josh was like, yo, who do you think I hang around? Yeah. I was like, Josh, like he, yeah. everything oh, he just yeah. did, I saw Eric. Oh, Eric yeah. will wait till we all in discussion and just kind of slide out real quick, go pay and come sit back down. You thought he went to wash his hands or something and he went to pay for the whole thing. I'm like, yo, you attract who you are. So my man is exactly who we are. And, you know, it's not random that he's there with us at the event. I'm just like, wow. So so I want to
0: challenge the listeners. If there's one thing that bothers me is what C said, that you bless an older lady on her birthday. And she says, this is the best birthday present I've gotten or nobody's ever done that. And I want us, I want uh, us, those of us who are listening, we're family, to try our hardest to make sure that that never happens, mm. that we that we bless people so much so, that not necessarily they get you know, comfortable with it, but it's familiar to them. And people don't say, you filled up my gas tank, or you paid for my food, and it's never happened to me before. I want it to happen so often that we change America. That's the new norm. We change this world that, yeah, that's the new normal. That somebody paying for my groceries out of nowhere, that's the new normal. Not that it's an exception, that it happens, you know, every red moon, you know what I'm saying, no, we want, I charge you, those who are listening, I charge you to pay for somebody's gas while you at the gas station, pay for somebody's groceries, or whatever you can do, help some kid, you know, go up to a school and relieve a teacher for 15, 20 minutes, let her get her thoughts together, what, whatever, I, I don't know, but I'm saying, I challenge us, to make the world a better yeah, place. Yeah, no
1: doubt. And I uh so you got two things you got to do this week, guys. You got to write down what that thing is, right? I took my dad to the game, you know, that kind of, you know, deal. And then also um find out who you're going to bless this week. Like for real, just bless somebody. You it ain't got to be a $1,000. No. It don't have to be nothing. Like, yo, Hey, uh, money or time? Yeah, yeah, for real. Find something you can do. Like and, and see, you know, how it work out. And We're not saying and, and don't do it with the expectation that somebody's going to do something in return. I think that's the part that y'all miss. A lot of people is like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going I'm to do this, and then I'm going to look, turn around and be like, where's my blessing? You know, just do it to be a blessing. You know, like I said, you look at how much we've given the world in terms of TGIMs. Like, we're still giving out TGIMs to this day. We're still giving out mixtapes and all kind of stuff. Like, we have so much stuff that we just give out to the world, and in return... I didn't have to pay 50 cent for them tickets the other day. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I didn't I didn't have to pay for that. So it's not even that monetarily okay when you're in a better place and can do some things. There are things that happen for us where people just like, yo, e, all the time we go places with E and people like, yo, y'all money no good here. Like, you, you changed my life. Like, whatever you need. Like, I'm being real. I got my homie Anthony. At LA Fitness, he like, yo, I got you. I, I'll pay for it out of my as much as y'all do for me. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Just like, yo, we just find people who are a blessing, you know, to be a blessing too. And in turn you get blessed. But you don't that don't necessarily mean you got to turn around and just look for the blessing. Just continue to be a blessing and yours is going to come uh right back around. And if you want to get around people who know how to be a blessing, man, go to breatheuniversity.com for real. Um you just heard us talk about culture and environment, and getting around the right people. A lot of you, for real, you're not losing because you're terrible or because you're not uh, capable. You're losing because you're not in the right system and around the right people, man. And at BreatheUniversity.com, we have a family. We holding each other accountable on our fitness goals and our business goals. We got people getting new logos, refreshing their brand, just going to a whole nother level at BreatheUniversity.com. So put yourself in that environment. Stop waiting. Listen, man, we don't have long contracts. You sign up, you ain't bound to a contract for two years. It is month to month. If you decide, you know, 30 days in, you don't want to do it. You don't know what's a penny, man. But we believe we've built a community that is um, just, you know, incredible, that will change your life, that will be, you know, a huge blessing to you and your family. And, um, you know, so go check us out at breatheuniversity.com. Um, let's, uh, real quick, uh, this segment is sponsored by Breathe University. Let's jump into Ask ET if I still got E there. I know you try to run off on me sometimes. Um, e, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? I never know. you done left me high and dry a couple of times. Yeah, I got right. like a little complex, just once, I'm like, just once I'm, but it felt like I'm, more than once. Yeah, well, hey, uh, real quick, Mike in Connecticut's got a good question. He said, Hey, ET, uh, I speak and I'm also a head pastor of my church as well. Quick question How do you balance your Christianity with corporate speaking gigs and other places where it might be frowned upon to talk? uh spirituality or religion
0: yeah leave religion out of it but give me the values just give me the principles the principles all apply you know so you don't. i don't need the uh the trimmings i was telling somebody and they you know debated me until josh had to inform them uh, but in actuality the suburban and the uh, denali and the tahoe and the cadillac they're all the same vehicle you know the trimming is different you know i think maybe the suspension with the cadillac but the trimming is what makes it different but when you talk about the actual framework itself, you know, the engine, etc., it's the same vehicle, so just just get rid of the trimming, you ain't got to go in there, you know, making um, uh, religious um, um, like references or language or codes or stuff, you don't have to do that. Just go in there and give me the principles, and you're good. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Joan in
1: Delaware said, CJ, how is the potty training slash sleeping (laughs) going? I'm in the same predicament. Hey, the potty training is solid. We don't really have any issues, you know, still wearing a diaper at night just in case, you know, you don't have to uh, flip the mattress. Um, But the potty training is good. And, you know, for the most part, you know, the sleep is decent. Usually I end up with a little critter in my bed at about three o'clock in the morning, he'll probably climb in the bed. But good, it's That's doing good. a lot better. It's just the other stuff That's with Trey, man. He's just a, yo, he's just a savage. Yo, I walked outside yesterday, bro. Why is my man sitting there eating the plant? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, this kid got problems. He, he's sitting there, he's eating the plant. Sad. I said, bro, I'm sitting there Sad. looking. He got his whole mouth is full of like just leafy green substance. I said, son, what are you doing? He said, Daddy, I'm a dinosaur.
0: I said, oh my God.
1: Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> so what I do, what do I do though, see, when I'm babysitting you know? Am oh, I allowed I, to I, let you I eat well, plants?
1: Just try to make <laughs> sure they're not poisoned. I, okay? I don't know. It was just right in the front yard. Okay. I looked, I All turn right. around, look, my man just eating a plant, talking about he had a dinosaur. I'm like, this is unbelievable. So the the sleep training and potty training are better, but uh overall we're still working on some things. Am I still lying? I'll leave that. I'm I'm trying to do better, but well, you know what I realized? I've been around a lot of parents lately, and because you know how you start paying attention, like you might have bought a car and you'd never seen it before, and as soon as you buy a car, you notice everybody on the road driving. Since I admitted the lying, home. I'm around parents, and I hear a whole lot of lying going out on. The like worth. I ain't the only one lying to my kids, man. I'm telling you, I looked, I was like, oh, okay, that was a lie. It's an
0: epidemic. You know what I'm saying? It's
2: an
1: epidemic.
2: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let, let me just say it like this. See, I went the other route with the fish, and my three fish died back to back, and Lil' Man was crushed by two days, so the aquarium will no longer be in the house. Let me just, <laughs> just let y'all know. I went oh, the yeah. other See, route, and I'm working. So, yeah, so.
1: Hey, we just keep the dream alive in the Quinny house. All of them gone. Yeah, we just gonna keep it alive. Um, AJ in South Africa, this is a good question. He said, uh, This question is for all three of you. What is the most important lesson, one lesson you learned from each other?
0: What's the most important? Oh, y'all are know mine. I tell mine all the time. Mine's is I grew up not in a household with a family. I, I'm talking about a family that when we beef, I don't even care that we blood. When we, it's a whole bunch of my grandma had fourteen uh, grand, uh kids, and then they had a whole bunch of us. So when we used to get into it, I promise you, I'm talking about include my mama. We could go months without talking after a, um. After some serious conflict, I don't care, I don't know what level of conflict, but it, we ain't got to talk for a while. And so from C, I learned that you can uh, you can have a debate or an argument, whatever you want to call it, and it, it, everything that ain't, everything that's personal ain't personal, and you don't have to take it personal. You can after a, a, a huge fight, you can still you know love on each other and talk to each other. And Let me tell you, not only did I learn that, but I think what's critical. I'm starting to see how that helped me to break the cycle with my son, because he's at that age where, you know, he's becoming a man and making decisions, and we're not necessarily on the same page, and he's we, we still kicking it like ain't nothing happened, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm, man, forever grateful, internally grateful, because, yeah, man, I could have easily done that to my son, you know, for real, like, not intentionally, but, This is what we do in our family. So, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing um, that I've had to learn. I learned a lot from all of them, but I'm just saying that was a major flaw for me, like a major character defect, and it it was good to be able to address it and not let it uh, interfere with me and my children.
3: from Carl? Uh,
0: Me and didi that's another thing. (laughs) No, 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 Um, (laughs) I'm saying, E, you got
1: to say what you learned from Carl. You know
0: what I'm saying, Carl? Oh, um, you know, I say it all the time in terms of, you know, the videos, that is not about what you do, but it's taking the expertise and the knowledge that you have from the past and bringing it in. And so Carl didn't know anything about media, didn't know anything about videos, you know, but just to see, you know, that uh, his approach to it, you know, and how it's like, e-, even though I might be doing videos, I'm doing biology, like I'm dissecting it, I'm cutting it up. And so everything he does is like to perfection. And I just had to learn, it's like, yo, E, you're gifted and talented, and you can't you can't just rely on, you know, like your ability to be spontaneous and just get up, you know, and just go for it, you know? And, and it works, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, it works. But now being a technician, you know what I'm saying? Being, being a practitioner and a technician, it has taken my game to the next level. And I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna sit here and brag, but my range now is phenomenal. I remember when I was younger, I, I, before I met Carl, I'd go into a school and murder it. Now I can go to corporate, you know, I can deal with different ethnic backgrounds, different economic statuses. Like before, if it was mine, I was good. But if it was outside of me, I wasn't necessarily, you know, that good. But now I'm telling you, man, I'm bringing, I'm, oh man, I'm ambidextrous, you know what I'm saying? If that's a word and I can go back and forth, not necessarily with dribbling or my hand, but with my, with my skill set. So that's what I learned from both of them. Hey, you got to get over stuff. It's, it ain't that deep. And from Carl, even if you good at it or you not good at it, it doesn't matter. You have to approach it, you know, like you are a technician and you got to tear, rip that thing apart and rebuild it. And real quick, what's so funny, I look at Jordan and Jordan the same way. He'll take something apart. And I'm talking about he little. And he'll take, he, he, he got to know what, how it worked, what's going on with it, and rip it apart and put it back together. And I, and I wasn't inquisitive like that. Like, I wasn't, a, I wasn't on that. I wasn't exploring and how does this work and how do you, I wasn't on that. And I'm on that now and I can just see how my money has changed, uh, how my craft has gotten better. So, yeah, those are the two things I've learned. It's
2: funny, not, not to go too far, see, but what you just said about Jordan and he like, he'll get the train track, see, and I laid out on the ground, whatever, we work together. And it won't be like an hour when my man will go get a cup, a bottle, break the track up and just see it. And the stuff he's doing is impossible. God. And I caught myself at first like, dude, that's not going to work. Like, what you doing? Like, stop. And then I was like, Carl, what are you doing? Like, let my man experiment and figure out that it won't work. You know what I'm saying? But he, yeah, he got that strong, too. Wow. So, and nah, meanwhile, so for me, my son
1: eating plants. Uh, Lord have mercy. You know what I'm no questions. Ever. Oh, my son is a dinosaur. You know what I'm wow, unbelievable! I got some work to do. Uh, hey, and it starts with uh, stop, stop lying. So now I gotta tell him he's not really a dinosaur. Are you kidding me? Uh-uh. I can't crush As my to- dream. <laughs> you think he a dinosaur. Uh, he, uh, obviously, uh, hey, what do you about call you, uh, A herbivore. <laughs> he's obviously a herbivore because he eating plants. So <laughs> he must be a brachiosaurus, a brontosaurus. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, girl, er, please, man, to hey, continue. I'm disappointed so no, right now for me, myself, so go for it.
2: <laughs> so definitely, we talked about it today, but for E, it's definitely that selflessness, man. Like being able to put other people and their needs ahead of you, you know what I'm saying? Like I grew up, you know, you took care of your family. Like that wasn't a question, but to be able to look at people just completely outside of your family and still take care of them with that same level, like you take care of them like they are your family. So that's just something that, and, and like I said, it's E.D., even Jalen E. on that now. Jalen got a, a, a awareness about him that he'll see the knees. Like, he bringing stuff for my kids. And yesterday, he almost caused a fight. He brought a lollipop for one. The other one was sleeping. They didn't get it. Oh, they was beefing last night. But... They just have this way of seeing you and like reading you, like what you need and providing it. So that piece is huge. praying for Jada, she coming. Uh, Jada, she gonna, Jada. Get <laughs> gonna get there, Jada gonna get there. She's a dinosaur, oh, no she, she's Her a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey,
2: and then for C man, I still to this day, I'm still looking for ways to prove C wrong. Like C on that Olivia Pope stuff, like uh, it's just like right. Right. he always right. doggone right. right. I promise you like, so just C's just like gut intuition leadership all of that like he just got a way of knowing what's the best thing like, without having to do a whole lot of planning, and again, we talked about it at the at P7D, but, you know, we talk about, you know, some people being a gorilla and just more dominant, some people being turtles, mm-hmm. you know, flamingos, whatever, if y'all missed out, I'm sorry, right, I ain't right. gonna go into all that, yeah, y'all should have be been there. there, but the reality is, like, C just has this gut that when he got a feeling that this is the way to go, like I said, it don't take a long time, he ain't gotta research it and go check it out, like, he just like, yo, let's just use this piece, let's just do this, let's put this out, let's, t- you know, pull this back, don't put that one out, like, you just Got that sweet? I'm talking like he ain't here. You see, you got that <laughs> gift that um, like it's just a gift. Yeah, you just got that gift of like, yo, when you think of something, you think it through. Like it's always solid. Like I really, really, really <laughs> want the opportunity to tell you, nope, see oh, you I was got wrong. You. Hey, well, your check tied to me being, him being right, that, so you might, want, you. You.
1: you might not want you might <laughs> not want me to be now. too wrong. <laughs> no doubt. No. If I'm wrong, your oh, check no, might now. look funny. So.
2: Hey, I just need one yeah, of no, Okay, I got check. You. But I, I can say, I got you. I, I, I got you, see. Um, I think from Carl <laughs> well, there's yeah. so
1: many, seriously, and and I know people are used to, you know, us talking about what we learned from E and the whole nine, but I got a few of them from Carl and one of them, believe it or not, is just the work ethic. And E could probably speak to it, but in terms right. of like hours logged, Carl probably got me and E beat combined. You know um, what I mean? Just yeah. just to be real because <laughs> one of the things I learned with Carl is like Carl can work Like, in short bursts, long bursts, like, it don't matter. Like, he will constantly throughout the day be getting something done where it's like, okay, if my kids run in, if Trey run in another room for 30 seconds, I might not necessarily hop on my laptop or try to do something. Carl can literally work in the cracks better than anybody I've ever seen. Like, he can work for 30 seconds and then somebody asks him to do something, he'll go over there and come right back, put another two, three minutes in, and like, yo, he just gets so much done throughout the day with, I'm talking about... I I never could understand it. Like, even when he, you know, the babies were born, like, Carl would have, like, the baby bouncing on his leg and uh, with the right hand just be like going to work. And I used to be like, yo, I'm talking about when Trey running around here, I can't even think straight, let alone work. And, you know, I watched Carl, you know, put that work in at all times. The other thing is just Carl's ability, like, I think he kind of alluded to it, but to pick up things so quick, like, Carl don't need a whole lot of instruction. He don't need a whole lot of guidance. You can give Carl the basic premise of what you need done, and I promise you it's going to come back and look uh, phenomenal. And, and just the pride he takes in his work, like, for real. You tell Carl, like, yo, I need a couple slides. I'll literally, like, screenshot, like, some notes from my phone and be like, here, and it might be one or two crazy words put together. And by the time Carl sent me back the slide, I'm talking about it looks like it's ready to go, like, to Google for a presentation. So um, that would be it from Carl and then e, of course, so many, but, you know, I would say the humility piece. You know what I mean? Like, I, they probably would say I'm the least humble on the team, although I am, I do, you know, I, I joke I a know. lot. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I joke I a lot. But, you know, I, I, I do, no, they yeah, wouldn't no say I'm that. saying, <laughs> I definitely, I, I'm, I'm more confident, I think, so sometimes it could be misconstrued. But I, <laughs> the unconfident, yeah, that's what it, it knows, is. Way. But I'm, okay, I'm thinking about, like, is. for real, y'all, y'all should see E. Like, it's hilarious. And, and this, <laughs> Carl, I don't you think you, 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 you uh, heard about it, but, like, this couple pulled up at the W and thought E was the valet. I promise you. Now, E could have easily been like, do you know who I am? I'm Dr. E. e. start acting like the valet. Like, just flat out, like, my man, <laughs> E, you tell the story. I was, die-
0: what happened, E? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. So I was at, um, me and Willie Moore Jr. was in a session. We had just wrapped the session up. And um, I guess oh, we were the grand high. high. Yeah. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. So I guess they, I don't know, they was panicking because they looked like, you know, A-type personalities, very structured, and they had to leave to get on a plane, and they had put their car in in valet, but the valet person wasn't there, and the gate was open, so they was like struggling, like, you know, like, type A, we don't have a parking ticket, you know, we don't, the valet guy's not out here, what are we going to do? So they walk out, and they look around, and I guess they don't see... The valet guy that they saw when they, you know, I guess when they were coming in out, but they saw me, and I guess I looked like a valet guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, whatever right. that looks <laughs> you do have, you do have to look. Um, you know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> you very know what
0: saying? regular. You know, <laughs> <And> so <laughs> nice smile. Black right, jacket. Smile. Very regular. Yeah, you feel me? And I, and I didn't even have on a jacket. <laughs> um, and so my man was just like, real, you could tell though that like they 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 were like struggling. Like we need to get our car." and we need to get to the airport. Looked like they had like an early flight. So I was just like, no problem. You know, give me one second, I'll go in. Thinking I can find the valet guy, see, but come to find out he was the only one working. And uh, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was getting, because he didn't bring a car back when he came back. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it was so early, four or five o'clock in the morning, maybe he wasn't really expecting people to be out. So when I got back and he wasn't there, I just was like, yo, go, go into action, like, let's go. And so I was just like, explain to me again what's going on, because they were going through it. And they said, well, we took our car and we came in. It was no valet and the gate was open. I was like, oh, I got you. Then we good. So this is what we do. You go get in your car. You go back here, go downstairs to the first, uh, uh, ground level, make a, a right and then make another quick left. And then you're going to go get your car, come around. And when you get notice, when you get there, the gate's not going to open because you don't have a ticket, but you hit the button and somebody's going to you know, respond. And you let them know the situation that happened when you first came in and that, you know, you, uh, you're you sorry, but you didn't get a ticket and you need to keep on moving. And so they was like, no problem whatsoever. So they got there, did their thing. Another guy, when he saw me handling them, was like, all right, when you finish with them, can you get my whip? And I was
3: like, course it's that
0: I mean, why not? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let me get your whip too. So, um, but by that time, my man came back and quiet is kept, the guy that works there is an older black gentleman who... Um, he follows us see so whenever he sees me he says, what's up dr. Thomas? I'm like what's going on man? So he came out and greeted me in a way that was like oh, that's kind of weird. So the, white, the older white gentleman that asked me if I could get his, his car as well he noticed it and he stopped and he said yo what do you really do for a living? <laughs> and I didn't go into detail but I just told him you know motivational speaker we do consulting work whatever so it was hilarious and um, Willie Mo Jr. was like, Willie was sitting there the whole time. We got to get Willie on the phone and give his perspective. Yeah, for sure. But Willie was sitting there the whole time, and Willie said at the end, uh, let's try to see if we can call him and get him in here. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it, but that would be sweet if we could. But Willie said to me, once it was all over, he was like, you handled that pretty well. No doubt. So, I mean,
1: (laughs) mean, that's just a small example, but, um, you know, just the humility. Like, no matter what, no matter what level we get to, no matter what people think he eat, no matter how many pictures he take at airports and restaurants and the whole nine, you know, just, I mean, the same you know, dude from day one, man. And I think that's huge just, you I've know, as, a, you make know, make the make head it. of the brand to, um, you know, maintain that humility at like all like, times. Um, I think escalating. that's it, man. We got a couple more, but uh, I got work to do. And I know y'all do, too. Um, any announcements? We got the cruise. Y'all need to go check out PhenomenalCruise.com, BreatheUniversity.com. Stay ready, Philly. Stay ready, Philly. Yep, Philadelphia, Illidale. We will be in the building, man. Philly is going to be crazy. I know the tickets are already like almost sold out and we're like a month away. So if you want to come to Philly, I suggest you get on it right now. We bring in the squad, Inky, David, Jeremy, Willie. I mean it's gonna go crazy in that joint, so I think y'all all should hurry up and get your tickets. Anything else, Carl? What any any uh Yeah, okay. Yeah, happy birthday to my wife. I love you. Happy birthday. You probably listening to this. Somewhere close to your birthday. Um,
0: so happy birthday. Oh, so I think we need to yeah, cause Thursday is the fourth, so yeah, I gotta go. Happy Ooh. birthday to my mom! Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, oh it yeah, yeah. is My won't Thomas, happy to, birthday! you heading
1: yeah. out to it's Denver this
0: league weekend, league. I think? Denver. Denver? Yeah, yeah.
1: John yeah. Elway Chevrolet. John Elway Chevrolet. The good Shout people at like John Johnson, L. 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 Elway Chevrolet. You'll be out there hanging with them. I'm, I'm jealous, man. I love to go out there, but uh, Candace, of course, you know she, she ain't got her freedom, personal freedom yet. So she been grinding, she. You know, she's still working on that personal freedom. Uh, hopefully one day. I mean, that's the next step, right, Carl? We'd be able to get our wives retired yeah, absolutely. as well. Right now, I'm like, go oh, to hold on to that. You know what I'm saying? We need that uh, daycare kind of high. Yeah, to hold on to that closer, for one second. Yeah, one step you know what step I'm closer. saying? But we, you know, we're getting closer. Hey, you know, it, it all happened in stages. You know what I'm saying? So um, yes, sir, he oh, going to give truth. us that nugget that's of the, the, the
0: day. Let the people get out of here on a high note. Hey, yeah, for real, guys. Stop being selfish. You know, think about. Think about where your wife could be or your husband could be your kids could be you know if you did And became everything you were supposed to be I want y'all to think about that literally What do you deserve that you don't have right now, you know? What is it that you want that you're not experiencing right now, you know? I want you to think about that right and I want you to wake up every single day And I want you to go after it look because you deserve it And you have the gift to make it happen like that's what's so crazy Not only do you know what you want not only do you deserve it? You literally have the skill set to make it happen. So you ask yourself, what's keeping you back? Lazy, procrastination, like what's keeping you back? What's holding you back? And make a determination today that nothing from this point will ever hold you back. See, you said it, it happens in stages, but the stages don't start till you start. Are you hearing me? Like the dream don't start until you sacrifice. All right, so you deserve it, they deserve it. Look, you deserve it, but more importantly, they deserve it. So get busy. Giving your loved ones, your friends, whoever, the personal freedom in the world. Appreciate it, E.
1: Appreciate all y'all listening, man. Love y'all. Go write us that review. We'll see you next week.
0: I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity
3: with all your might, with all your soul.